from New Christian Life Church, located at 3945 Old Boynton Road, Boynton Beach, Florida, 7828, where the pastors are Richard and Emma Butler. Your vessel. 
And I pray that the hearts and the minds that will be here and that are here will in a place where they can accept your word, Father God. We just want to thank you again. We just want to praise you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, we're gonna we are going to um, go into the into the book of Luke. Luke chapter eight is our text. Eight verse four, and uh, a little topic. It's parable. Topic is parable. But before I go any further, I had a little testimony which I just want to share. The testimony is not mine personally, but it's from someone dear to me, my late mother. Years ago when she was alive, she dreamt that she was in a wilderness and that she was lost. She was unsafe. And she was there searching and searching, and she couldn't find her way out. For those who just come in, our text is Luke chapter 8, verse 4, and our topic is parables. But I was given a little testimony of my late mother. And she said... She in her dream, she, she was lost. And searching, 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 searching to find a way. She just couldn't find a way out. And at one point, she saw another lady in the dream, someone who she knew. And uh, she walked up to her and said, what are you doing here? And she said, I'm lost. And my mother said, she said to her, I'm lost too. So she said, okay, tell you what to do. Let's look on the ground and see if we can find any tracks. If we can find a track, maybe we could find our way out. And that's what they started to do. They started to look on the ground until they come upon some little fainted tracks. But they said they keep, she said they keep following it. She said, my mother said, she said to her, you know, maybe there might be goats or someone out here. But they keep following the track. Sooner or later, she said, they heard goats. And they followed the tracks, and it led them straight to where the goat was. She said to her, she said to the next lady, now that we find the tracks and we find the goats, come on, let's go, let's get out of here. And she said she moved off and was heading, following the tracks. But when she looked, she saw the lady standing still over there. And she said to her, what are you doing? Come on. Let's get out of here. And the lady said to her, go on. I'm not ready. And she said, what? 
And she said to her again, go on, I'm not ready. And my mother said, she take off, she find her way out. But the gym, she woke up and she was thinking about it. But it wears off because sometimes when we dream, we don't understand what the dream is. We just let it go. Some days later, um, another lady came by and stopped by my mother's house and they were talking and so happened that she remembered what she heard the same morning she at my mother's house. She said, you know that Cersei died? My mother said, who? And she said, Cersei, she died. My mother said, when? And she said, this morning. My mother said, she go back and she said, uh, like Monday to Monday is eight days and today is two days, that's nine days. She said, oh my God, it's nine days. I dreamt her. We were both lost. And after we find the way out, and I told her, come on. She told me to go on. She wasn't ready. My mother said she broke down in tears. But the next Sunday morning, she was in church at the altar, giving her life to God. And I share this, um, I share this testimony because when I heard it, even now, it shook me up because sometimes too many of us heard the or hear the calling of God in our lives and we shrugged it off. And sometimes it don't end the way we think. And so I share it with you, and I hope that it will help somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 8, verse 1, uh, the, the text is from verse 4, but I want to read verse 1 uh, to come down. And it came to pass afterwards that he went through every cities and village preaching and showing and sharing the good tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirit and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils, and Joanna, wife of Chua, Herod, steward, and Susanna, and many others which ministered unto him with their substance. I just want to touch on these three men, women who were who are named here. 
we know Mary Magdalene, who she was. She was healed by Jesus. And not very much is known about Johanna, but Johanna was also a follower of Jesus Christ, married to Chilza, a man, um, her husband was working for Herod Antipas. And it touched me when I see that this woman, Joanna, married to this man who working for Herod, knowing who Herod was, think he was the same one who have John the Baptist killed. And another lady here, um, Susanna, not much is known about her. But the beauty of these ladies, they were wealthy. And they were not stingy with their money where the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ was concerned. Here it says, the ministry into which they ministered with their substance. And I thank God for the ladies in the church. Because they don't only preach, they don't only take care of the building, but they also serve with their substance. Verse 4. And when much people were gathered together and were come unto him, out of every city he spoke a parable. That's our topic. A parable. A sower went out to sow his seeds. Some fell by the side of the way and was trodden down. And the fowls of the here devoured them. Some fell along the wayside and they were stepped on. And the fowls of the here also came and devoured them. Eat them up. And some fell upon the rocks. And as soon as it was sprung up, it withered it away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and there sprang up with them and choked it. And others fell on good ground and sprang up. And bear fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He 
that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. Here, Jesus warning us, warning the disciples, but they're warning people on a whole. You have an ear, you listen. Because if you listen and understand, that will be good for you. But pick up from my what you would call my um, reference. From this point forward, Jesus used parables, the parable approach, much more. The purpose of this is explained in verse 9 and 10. In an, in an agricultural society, everyone understood what happened when a sower went out into a field. Much of the terrain in Israel was rocky under a thin layer of topsoil. Dropping seeds along such part was futile. Many of them had bushes, thorn bushes, seeds falling through have no chance to grow up and survive until the harvest time. Others, however, did fall on fertile soil. Ain't you happy tonight you seed fall on your fertile soil? Hallelujah. When I, I read this scripture more than once, but when I look back and see how sometime you try to encourage people to come to Christ and how they just fall back and just relax. No problem. It kind of bothers you because you know, you come to Jesus, you know the danger of living in sin. Jesus also know the danger of living without God. He that art and hear to hear should listen is a hidden challenge when Jesus cried out here and said he that art and hear to hear let him hear it's a hidden challenge to carefully consider the story and its hidden meaning and practical implications. If we listen and we apply our hearts 
to what Jesus is trying to accomplish here, then it would be good for us. But if we rebelled against God, if we rebelled against his word, then it simply means that we are totally rejecting God. I read, a, I read an article once uh, that says that not every one of us are going to be saved. Uh, when I read it, it, it kind of shake me up. Because the bottom line is, when we look back at what happened at Calvary, see how God has sent Jesus to redeem us from what we have done. And he sent his son to die for us. And we stubbornly reject him. It's very sad. And that's why I try to live my life as a light before God and man. I thank God that he has shaken me up and put me amongst you guys. You give your life to God. You make your sacrifice to the Lamb of God. And I'm happy to be in your company. Scriptures say we are not perfect, but even though we are not perfect, the fact is we are saved. And when he appears, he will finish what we couldn't accomplish. That this same um, chapter, uh, uh, Jesus speak about this. This um, either thought and here over in Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. And he said, Either thought and here should listen. This echoes Jesus' warning to his hearers at the end of the parable of the sower in Matthew chapter 13, verse 9, and in Luke chapter 8, verse 8. There are two words here. It's, it's one, but when you read this Bible and you read this Bible, one of them say victor and the other say overcomer. But victory slash overcomer, just the same. He said that this over, whoever overcome, it refers to the faithful and obedient believers. In this context, failure to be 
a victor means losing spiritual reward. Not losing your salvation, but losing spiritual reward. We don't want to lose none of our rewards. We struggle too hard. We go through too much temptation. We go down on our knee daily. We pray for ourselves. We pray for our mother. We pray for our father. We pray for our church. We pray for our pastor. And we pray for the world. We don't want to lose none of our rewards. Because we need that reward. Because when we get to heaven and the angels begin to sing around the glassy sea, ain't we all want a crown to throw down across that glassy sea? I think I want a crown to throw the biggest the song say throwing down their golden crown across the glassy sea. And I don't want to be in heaven and the song is singing and I just stand there and don't have a crown. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so this simple means that Taking our Christian life very seriously is very, very important. His disciples didn't understand the meaning of the parable because the parable sometimes it doesn't speak straight to the individual. You will hear it and you will ask, what does he mean when he said so and so? But Jesus know what he was talking about. But even the neither the believers nor the unbelievers who was there understand that parable. But the disciples, they know that they could come to Jesus and say, Lord, this mean? And they know that Jesus would explain it to them. We don't want to lose our reward. So we stay close to our Father. Adam and Eve were driven out of the Garden of Eden so that they c could not eat from the tree of life. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 22 and 24, and thereby live forever in sin. That's why God moved them from the garden. They would not eat from the tree of life. But sooner or later, you and I, we will get to eat from the tree of life. In verse 9 and 10, 
Jesus' disciples, like I said, they did not understand the point of the story, so they asked him its meaning. Quoting from Isaiah 6, verse 9, Jesus explained that that the, the parable also a way to reveal the truth of the kingdom of God to believers, but that the story by itself actually concealed from unbelievers. In other words, the, the story what Jesus was telling, he was explaining the meaning of the parable, but he didn't explain it in the crowd with everybody because because the 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 unbelievers they they didn't want they didn't want to listen to the word of god and and, and it's it it's so it's so ironic that people people just don't understand how serious it is to just ignore the word of God. And so Jesus explained the parable to them. The key to the parable is that the seeds being sown stand for the preaching of the word of God. The seeds that fell on hard dirt and did not penetrate the heart of those who heard the word of God because the devil stole the seed away. And this is this is where we can't uh, afford to let the devil steal the word out of our hearts. And this is what Minister Jessica was pointing to yesterday about the devil stealing our joy from us. And so, we can't afford to let that happen to us. So they remain unsafe. If we can't, if we cannot accept Christ in our, lo in a, in our life, then we are fighting a losing cause. Seeds on rocky soil seems to flourish at first, but could not put down roots. So sooner, sooner or later, they withered and died. The seeds among thorns proceed no 
no mature fruit. May they don't bring no mature fruit. The seeds that fall on. One, those who unbelief is revealed by their response to worrying about riches and pleasure of life. This is what some of us did. We worry about riches. We worry about pleasures. And number two, belief. Believers who are not faithful. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10 and 15. We're not going to go there. But these are some of the things that really hit us hard and stop us from the word of God. Excuse me one minute. Let me get a piece of Seeds, seeds and good ground represent faithful believers. John chapter 15 verse 2, who received God's words with an open heart and persevere in the faith. How a person responds to God, revelation determines whether he will receive more light or lose what he has in the end. God will bring everything to light. And so for this reason, we just want to, we just want to continue in the faith. We just want to continue with God. We just want to love our brothers and sisters, love our, love our We, we just thank God. I'm just going to look at one more parable. I'm not going to go deep into it. It's about the ten virgins. Five of them was wise and five of them was foolish. We don't want to be like the foolish five. We want to make sure that we make our election sure in the things pertaining to God. Because nothing else, nothing else matters. The five foolish virgins, they did not take enough oil with them. Everything was going good with them for a while. But sooner or later, their hile burnt out. The wise virgin, their hiles burned out too. But the beauty about them is that they have extra oil with them. And they were able to trim up their lamps. And when the bridegroom 
that shouted out again. They were able to usher in. Today, if we are not there like these wise virgin, we don't want to be shut out of God's eternal kingdom. And I'm going to leave it at there. Could we please stand?